0: Killing Sin. Um, I hope that you're all doing good. If it's your first time here, welcome. If you have been with us since the beginning or for a longer time, welcome back. Today, um, we're having an interesting conversation, uh, like we always do, uh, and I am joined by another guest. I hope that you really enjoyed uh, the conversation we had last week with um Kined. It was honestly so so amazing, and this week I am joined by uh, a fellow human who is a personal friend and a brother in the faith, and uh, he does not like how I am introducing him, uh, but he is silent because he sees that I am speaking. <laughs> His name is Nelson, and uh, I could I could continue to introduce him, but I want him to give us a summary of who he is and why why he is. Please. Tell <laughs> uh, Thanks for having me today. He's <laughs> like, putting me on the spot. Uh, okay, I'm Nelson. Um, married to Sylvia. Oh, mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, married man, newly married, newly married, recently married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the newest, you know, just before the next Nike releases. But the newest <laughs> couple in town. Amen. But, uh, I'm really pleased to be here. Of uh, course. Uh, Israel is my brother. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we serve together in in church here at ICC, Mm. Um, where I also yeah serve uh, the the teens and the youth. So yeah, Uh, the other side, uh, I'm a huge huge technology fan. Mm -hmm. So that's what uh, that's what I like doing for you know just for fun and also. Yeah, hopefully for living. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Man, thank you so much for being here Nelson, and um, you know, today's topic is very interesting because it's, it's, it's a, I want to say it's it's a world topic, um, and I just want to dive into it uh, immediately, immediately. It is about, well, the obviously, if you've tuned in and you've seen the thumbnail, you've, you've seen the posters, you've seen the topic, mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. about standing up, uh, sorry, standing tall to stand out. Yeah. And there's a lot of angles that we can go on this, but what I wanted to focus on, uh, not primarily, but as we start the conversation, because okay, it, okay. it can go anywhere, is this whole idea of being a Christian mm-hmm. and being a social justice warrior. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we're living in a time when there's so many causes happening. Mm-hmm. You know, people are people people are fighting for so many different causes, mm-hmm. um, and. Some of these causes are good, some of them not so good, but the subjectivity of their goodness mm-hmm. has been very, like, less and less attributed to um, the God of the Bible and the actual Christian walk. Mm-hmm. And today isn't a conversation about these particular movements or the people that support them who are in these movements, who are mm-hmm. in the world. It's about us believers and what we have been called to do when it comes mm-hmm. to standing out. Mm-hmm. you know, in in these situations. And, um, again, it's... Uh, I don't know how to say it. It's, it's very... Um, very dangerous mm-hmm. the way that we approach some of these issues. Yeah. Because they compromise our faith yeah. so, so much. And sometimes, well, most times, we have to almost put God aside mm-hmm. to kind of fight for these causes mm-hmm. and it's not just the BLMs. it's not the, mm-hmm. you know, it's not the, the like, trans lives and all these things, mm-hmm. even down to our own lives, mm-hmm. our own personal lives as friends, as siblings as mm-hmm. you know, members of the family, as students as employees we find ourselves wanting to stand out, like mm-hmm. to stand tall, mm-hmm. but we're not risking or willing to stand out Mm-hmm. So we want to kind of be on top of everyone else but still belong to that group. Mm-hmm. So kind of, we want to be seen as the saviors mm-hmm. of a certain group and we're not willing to actually do what the Bible says which is to be consecrated yeah. and to be set apart. Yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So before we get into that, what do you think about this? Well, I think um, the social justice issue is mm-hmm. an important issue. Mm. Uh, generally, I think um we tend to view justice as a you know as a new age a new mm. a mm. new era yeah movement yeah but uh, justice has always been uh at the center of what god is doing yes. because justice essentially just means um you know trying to correct a situation to the right you know to go back to the right equilibrium so yeah, yeah that is yeah. what justice is in its essence and that's if you look at god's story Mm. He's been trying to administer justice since the beginning. Since the beginning of time, yeah. Yeah, so it's not a new age, new. So, Mm. what you want to understand, uh, justice and judicial systems go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. So, if you want, what I don't like Mm -hmm. is that uh, there has to be a standard. Amen. Amen Amen (laughs) There has to be a standard to what we are. Correcting this justice to look mm. like yeah. Yeah, so in um, can, I, can I open a verse just to begin of course Of course um, In Psalms 45 or 6 it says mm. your throne, O God will last forever and ever a scepter of justice Will be the scepter of your kingdom. Mm. So there's, there are a couple of things to look at, at here. Uh, your throne O oh God mm-hmm. is where this statement uh, opens from. It's actually a, a messianic psalm. Yeah. So yeah. this justice drive mm-hmm. that uh, for when you want to answer the question of justice you want, you want to ask yourself to whose dominion mm-hmm. do I want to, uh, this justice to be executed from. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you want, because you see a justice, for example, let's take um in a country mm-hmm. where there is um for example judicial injustice yeah. right? yeah so someone has told something mm-hmm. or rather the government is stealing funds mm. and you want to you want to advocate for justice in that area yeah so whom do you want to advocate this justice for because mm-hmm. at the end of the day human beings represent someone yeah yeah either a yeah. power and authority so you're who or, on behalf of whom are you doing it for yeah so if the uh, rulership system i'm sorry using uh, some some technical terms but <laughs> if the ruler you're uh-huh. advocating for yes. is not god all right mm-hmm. then the justice you're advocating for is actually an injustice yes because no it's, it's not geared towards yeah, the superior dominion. That's yes. why yeah. Yeah. if you fail in a lower court mm. for example a magistrate court in, in in this country or I don't know how they call it in other parts of the world but you, you go to, to a higher court, to a higher court yeah. Yeah. then there is a supreme court mm. Mm. to which there is no appeal. Yes. So yes. you need to see which who is a supreme yeah. ruler mm. and the supreme authority mm. so that that justice is aligned to them yeah. and to their rulership. Thank you. Amen. Amen to that. And and like I was going to take it somewhere else, but you mentioned a very important word Mm -hmm. standard. Mm -hmm. The standard that we follow. Mm -hmm. And in this topic of standing tall to stand out, it comes down to that. The stand, like Mm -hmm. whose standard are we following? and in today's world there's so many standards yeah there's the standard of social media yeah the standard of you know corporate world yeah the standard of business yeah and they're so distinct and they're so different but somehow we're trying as humans to reach all these standards Mm -hmm. at the cost of like you said the the equivalent of the supreme court which is the Mm. supreme standard of god Mm -hmm. and the thing is there's a fear of coming under this standard because it causes us which is the premise of this whole conversation um being like standing out yeah um it's it's an interesting thing you mentioned uh, Mm. that the different you know contexts that Mm. have different standards that we i mean if you're on ig for example on instagram there's a standard that you have to achieve for you to be acceptable in that in that context you're on TikTok so that's the social media standard mm. then there is the marketplace or business standard yeah right yeah. so m- mainly seen through a cv so mm. if they send out a cv they say these are what you need to fulfill to be able to qualify for yeah. certain and certain things mm. then there is of course now the social standard yeah. for example in your family and things like that so why people um why people are afraid to fall under the supreme standard is usually because for the same cases that they're yeah. afraid even during the judicial system yeah. is that the interpretation of the supreme standard mm. is law. Yeah. So when you have an issue you take it to a lower court they yeah. make a ruling, you take it to a higher court they make a ruling. Mm. When you get to the supreme court their interpretation mm. and the, their standard that is not just a ruling but can be used mm. as a as a law. Yes. So, yeah. and in that level, nothing but the truth usually suffices. Yes. So, you find yes. that in these lower standards, you can make, you can get becomes away with subjective. Yeah, it becomes subjective, you can get yeah. away with a few errors here mm. and there. And and you see, the higher you go, the, the, the stakes get higher and higher. Yeah. Yeah. And at the highest level, you find that the stakes are true. Yeah. So, unless yeah. you really know the truth, you can't survive. Mm. With that and it's a standard of in depth scrutiny yeah. so no one yeah. has to scrutinize it uh, the, uh, whatever it is that they present deeply because mm-hmm. you might find out you're wrong Yeah. so that's yeah. a fear yeah. Yeah. Might, yeah. So might, finding out uh, you're wrong the fear so, of, uh, of, of finding out of that, you're wrong. Yeah. that you're wrong is usually yeah. something that rules anyone who wants to engage in yeah. justice issue yeah. and that's why you might carry the microphone all you want mm. but when you really get into the depth of being interrogating your case mm-hmm. you might actually find you're wrong that's, and, and another thing, like I like how you keep throwing out these gems because we've gone from standard and I've gone to truth. Yeah. And that's another issue that standing, told to stand out, faces the idea of truth. Because mm-hmm. people have this whole thing of subjective truth, like what's yeah. true to me is not true to you. Yeah. And they're living by that because it's, it's very illogical yeah. that. Your truth is yeah. not my truth. Yeah, that's standard. It's I think it's it's it's, a, it's this whole idea of post truth. Yeah, where the truth can be justified by how things play out. Yeah, which is very silly. If, yeah. if you ask me. Like for example, I can see your watch there. Yeah, it is a watch. The truth is, it's a watch. Yeah, but if I say that that is, uh, you know, like It's a cow. (laughs) If I say that that's a cow and I get enough people to agree that that's a cow, all of a sudden you watch as a cow. But that it makes no sense. But you see, that comes from uh, the current, um, I don't know why I keep on going back to this, Mm -hmm. Uh, the current uh, prevalent Mm -hmm. political systems. Yes. We live in a fairly democratic world, you Mm -hmm. ask me. Mm -hmm. So you find what, where, for example, if a president is a president in a country mm-hmm. because people said they're a president in a country. Mm-hmm. So you find uh, someone is a, a member of parliament or a people's representative because people said and voted yes, yes, that they yes. are a member. So we want to import mm-hmm. those same mannerisms to, into truth. Into truth. Yeah, but yeah. you see, in the context of politics, mm. that standard suffices. Yeah. But in the context of truth, so if, any, if you take it higher to a more supreme mm. uh, arena, the standard of democracy cannot apply. Yes. Yes. Uh, so you find if you want to use the standard of democracy, that's why you find that you know you have to get one thousand people to sign mm. a petition yeah, and things like yeah, that because yeah. they are trying to import a democratic standard to truth. truth and a living standard which mm. cannot work. Yeah. Yeah. You see, yeah. if you live in a family. Mm-hmm. Even if you get to, you know, for example, um, your dad or your mom or your, you know, the, your guardians are paying the bills. Mm. Even if you get 30,000 people to agree that they're wrong, mm. they still pay the bills. Whatever they say, yeah, in the family context, goes. It yeah, doesn't matter yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's not a democratic system. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Is a, it's a family system mm. and not a mm. like democracy. Yes. And if your mom, you all, your, all the children agree, this is what you're going to do, mm. and uh, maybe the head of that family is your, is your father in this case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they say, uh, you, we're not going to do whatever it is that you, you said. Yeah. Because um, I am the law. Yeah, yeah. 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 So whatever they interpret becomes law. Oh. That that's uh, I I really like that, and I kind of want to take just where you've left off. This whole idea of. Who is the law mm-hmm. and bring it now to the supreme law mm-hmm. so we know that the law is God mm-hmm. whatever he says goes mm-hmm. but unlike human um, law mm-hmm. the law of God and the ways of God and and, and, and I'm, before I even continue this whole idea of like this this whole narrative as soon as you mentioned law mm-hmm. people start calling you legalistic and they yeah. say like oh don't do that oh we're, we're no longer under the law Jesus didn't come to uh, to abolish the law. He said he's come to complete it. And and, yeah. and and he goes on to say that those who love my father will keep his commands. Mm-hmm. You know. So that was just a side note. So back to this issue. The ultimate law is God. Mm-hmm. And we know that the nature of God is good. Mm-hmm. So his laws are good. And when we keep his laws, we mm-hmm. are we are remaining on good terms with him. Yeah. But the problem becomes or the problem comes in when we when we kind of Um, when we take the lower standard law Mm -hmm. and impose it on God's law because it suits us. So like for example, Mm -hmm. um, we see Christians today who are supporting um, like certain lifestyles. You know, for instance, like <laughs> why, why are you putting me on the spot? Um, like, like you don't want <laughs> <it, so. laughs> Like 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 the like the LGBTQ yeah. lifestyles You know, yeah. and 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 this is first of all, I am not saying that if you are in LGBTQ, then you don't deserve to live. I am saying that the Bible is against a certain lifestyle, and it's a lifestyle like let's say, for instance, LGBTQ. Um, let's say like um, corruption let's say, um, down to disrespecting our parents. The, the Bible is very clear about the standard of, the standard of these things. Yeah. But because it's, it is not convenient for us to go out and say certain things to certain groups of people, we kind of want to impose these laws to the laws of God. So we say that, yeah, yeah the Bible says homosexuality is bad, but love is love, yeah. you know, and God is love. So we've yeah. taken a lower standard that allows us to support lifestyles that a high standard mm-hmm. is not for. You know um, what uh, what you're saying mm-hmm. about lifestyle is very important. Is that uh, there are certain laws mm-hmm. that keep you in a certain levels of life. True. Right. True. Yeah. The laws a bird obeys is not the same that a human being obeys. The mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. bird. Is uh, obey the law of aerodynamics, okay? So they don't and things like that. So you must apply the relevant law mm-hmm. to access the relevant life, yes. So, yes. um, whereas in a relative society, mm-hmm. like the one we we're in, so uh, for example, you mentioned the LGBTQ, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, you can actually change the law of yeah. the country to accommodate your behavior. True. Alright? Yes. And it's going to maybe be okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And if even if you change the constitution, uh, for example, we in Kenya and someone else is in Europe, mm. maybe in Europe it's allowed in Kenya it's not allowed. Mm. So you find you can go to you know you can certain countries certain countries. For yeah. example, I know that maybe in Ghana mm. uh, they have adopted it. So or maybe in South Africa. Mm. So you find that you can change laws to accommodate a different lifestyle. Yeah. Now, so what's the biggest problem with um, this community for example and that behavior going against God's law mm. so that would be the question so why yes, yeah. if I can change the laws in I can't accommodate my behavior Mm. And I can get my constituent to agree with me, mm-hmm. and no one will arrest me. I can you know? Can maybe even I can, I even can, can get it. a church to get to marry, to marry, you know, to yeah. marry. And I can change. For example, you have your own church. You can start your own church mm. and get LGBTQ people to marry there. Yeah. So yeah. and according to the government, if they allow it, it's legal. It's legal. Yeah, and it's law. So mm. what then? Uh, what then is wrong with it? Mm. For mm. example, mm. is that. There is a law for eternal life. There you go. And if you don't mm-hmm. subscribe to the law that allows you access to it, no? eternal life, yeah. then whatever, no matter what you do here, in fact, I personally don't have a problem with you know, um, guys who you know are going through that phase. Mm. In mm. fact, personally, have friends who you know, yeah, I'm also trying to work with, but you can apply a law that makes you. Um, satisfy your desires here, yeah, but yeah. alienates you from certain benefits later. Yeah, so it's for you to decide. Um, Do I want, you know, to marry someone of the same gender? And that's okay if if you if you want to marry someone of that gender, it's yeah. it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but you're going against but, the law of eternity. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. but there's a life you not be able to, to access. Have access to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's a joy. In fact. I'd say okay, I'd say this cause you know, you know, you know, I got a wife, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it had to come yeah, up. Yeah, it <laughs> had to come up and shout to <laughs> Sylvia, you know, I love you, baby. But, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but back to back to the point. <laughs> back to the point. Um, Sylvia, you're loved. <laughs> um, Sylvia, you're loved. Yeah, just, I, I just, love just, you. Just so you know. Yeah, just so so, you know. <laughs> so even in a marital context, mm-hmm. there are things you were not able to enjoy mm-hmm. because you're abusing the law that marriage was instituted for, yeah. or rather, even sex in this instance. Mm. So it does not just alienate you from your preference; mm-hmm. it alienates you from the benefits that that law is attached to. Yeah, yeah. For example, every country has something called a bill of rights. Yeah. So even in God's law and in lifestyle, there mm. are bill of rights, bill of rights that yeah. are attached to certain laws. Yeah. Right. Mm. So there are things that you can't enjoy mm. in a marital context. In an eternal context, yeah. and in a physical context, because it affects a whole scope of your life. Now, the only thing mm. that someone would want to do that for is that they love that person. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. But they alienate from themselves from a marital, you know, uh, a full marital experience. Yeah. Because of the way it was designed, mm. they alienate mm. from self from a full health experience. Yeah. Because now the safeness of sex now. You know, Changes yes. change because you can't you can't have safe sex the yeah. same gender yeah. yeah right because the mechanisms you know the mechanisms possible. to keep you safe are not compatible yeah. so you you like you know using a knife for another knife you know it's, mm. it, as in there the are things that if you they are complementary yeah but yeah. together the thing the things of the same kind that are not complementary together oh. but they complement a different kind yeah so that's just yeah. of a surface level and mm. but now mm-hmm. on an eternal context mm-hmm. if you don't ascribe to God's law yeah. you will die as simple as that yeah, as you'll, die. As that. yeah. <laughs> yeah. you'll die you'll die da- and death in this and, and death is not just you know you know sometimes you look at death as uh, everyone in this world will die mm. so you have to spend all of your life trying to find out how to live beyond you die yeah, and yeah. that's why th- that is a higher stake mm. beyond the natural benefits that you get. Because yeah. I mean, someone can give up their health just to have the same sex attract, same sex person. Yeah, they can yeah. give up their, you know, they can give up the marital whatever that comes with it. They can give up the social whatever that comes with mm. it mm. in in, a, in an attempt to satisfy a single desire. true but true. to give up your life and you see, I mean, I mean, I mean it's funny how they use the rainbow. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's funny. yes, it's funny. <laughs> It's, really, it's stolen. You're gonna, you're gonna use the rainbow. Yeah, <laughs> of, of all things. Of all things. Uh, the one thing so that, that God reminds uses, that, that reminds God said, God's promises. Yeah, that God said, if I see the rainbow, I won't destroy you. So you see, mm. they're, they're trying to communicate to God that as long as there's a rainbow, you said mm. you don't destroy people based on iniquity. Yeah, you don't flood the whole earth. You don't kill people using water. Mm. So you find that it's a, it's an aversion. Yeah. Of the consequence of not obeying the law, yeah, yeah, yeah. of yeah. purity. Amen to that. And and by the way, this is this is not a conversation exclusively on LGBTQ. It just yeah, we, can go to, we can go to another issue, for them. example. Yeah, let's go to another issue so that we don't feel like you know we're picking them too much. And, and and also like 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 before you go into that, because there's this danger for people asking uh, on you know what authority do you do you have to speak on this. You have friends who have gone through this, and yeah. you're and you're walking with them. Yeah. And I have been in this life. Mm. I, I I was I was gay like growing up, yeah. and I I was actively involved in this life. So um, this is just for anyone out there who feels like you know offended and everything. I think we have, you know, the correct authority, and especially now being in church, being yeah. under, under under God and knowing what the Bible says. Yeah. One of my closest friends, by the way. Yeah. Like like we 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 have the authority to speak on this. Right um, now, in this in this very context, and and, and and you know, um, on the question of authority. Mm. Um, authority actually comes from the word author. Mm. So you find mm. that when something an injustice is placed on you, mm-hmm. the authority you use is the written authority yeah. of the constitution you uh, ascribed by. Mm. So if you have a supreme law, you go to the author. you go to the author. Yeah. So if I'm agreeing with the author have authority Ooh. so, amen. so uh, amen. Amen. even if even if, I didn't, even if I didn't have a friend even if you didn't yes. you were not gay we still have we, we still have authority yes. because what we're saying agrees to the author of the supreme law amen amen to that amen to that you are gonna give an example yeah um, let's look at something like um, feminism for example mm-hmm. oh you've triggered people go on uh, go, go on <laughs> so well let me let just start by saying I I know that generally in in um, different parts of the world mm-hmm. women are denied equal opportunity yeah and that is an injustice not mm-hmm. just if someone is equally qualified it's equally they should get uh, I mean no one should discriminate anyone based on their gender yeah yeah right? yeah but in most of those parts of the world they're not the most prevalent at your advocacy. Mm, mm. yeah they're actually mm. most oppressed women that mm. we have now in the continent we live in in Africa and yet the most advocacy is, is of the West they'd come here and see mm. what, and see what true what, looks what like. actually you know what yeah. true oppression looks like I mean they would cry mm. <laughs> for to be honest That's, true. That's uh, true. here women are really oppressed some of them are running for their lives some of mm. them are running away from getting buried off some of them are yeah. actually you know are actually turned out in opportunities. Straight, straight up. We don't, because of their Because agenda. of their yeah. we, don't, we don't want women. For example, the construction industry is something that I've been involved in, I've seen mm. women being turned away and they need that money. Mm. Mm. And having said that, now there is another aspect of it where someone is using, someone is riding the wave of advocacy to gain personal advantage, yeah. right? The fact that, you know, they are, those movements are well funded and things like that, you find a couple of people just coming together to say mm. but generally we look at uh, we look at uh, the opportunities they've had we look at the I mean the life sizes they live, mm. there are no mm. any oppression to be honest. Yeah. But we yeah. find that because it has a personal advantage yeah. to yeah. those people advocating for those rights. They use it they they leverage the oppression of others mm. to promote themselves. Mm. Mm. And even in that context, let me just say um the supreme benefit of his life is not in Christ. So we cannot what we the advocacy of women oppression should be in line Mm -hmm. with the doctrines of Christ, not for personal advantage. Yeah. Yeah. That should not be the goal. Mm. And that for me I feel like when we make Mm -hmm. when we make that Drive to be something to do with personal benefit and, like I say, economic benefits. Mm. It just limits it to one area and does not explore the full possibilities of that justice. Mm. And that is an injustice in itself. Women are alienated from spirituality, for example. Mm. You know, we need more women to preach, we need more women. You understand? So the context of this conversation is limited. Mm. To the convenience of the propagators to gain come. personal yeah. advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And generally, if you look at in, in most urban sectors, a lot of women are getting equal opportunities. It's just that the true people who received oppression mm. may not even be here today to <laughs> to, <laughs> to speak on it. Yeah, to speak on it. Yeah. But. Um, someone can say in nineteen, for example, seventy mm. you women know, did, did this and that. But now, the people who are living today, mm. for example, uh, the gentlemen living today and the young boys living today, mm. are paying the price of those who came before them. Of of those who came before them, so they're being punished, mm. right? They're being punished and they're being, you know, they're being denied essentially, yeah. and they find more, more, more. I mean, women empowerment things going faster than you know, yeah, uh, yeah. and. Those they're being they're bearing the cost of something that obviously they don't, they didn't know yeah. they're not a part of yeah yeah they've never seen hope probably mm. you know and it's something that needs to be handled in context and not just assume that everyone yeah. everywhere every man everywhere is oppressing woman there you go and 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 actually that's. Because that's, that's the premise of this whole conversation. Yeah. Because coming into this space as a Christian, yeah. it becomes very difficult because you're coming in to a mindset, because there's, there's two mindsets. One which is very prevalent where, like you said in this example of um, feminism, you have these very loud feminists. And it's not just in feminism, it's in all movements where it is the, like it's us versus them. Yeah. You know, there's, there's this oppressor, like in this particular case, all men, You know, Mm -hmm. and like if you dare say not all men, it's a problem. You know, because all men are inherently ABC. And you see that particular thing because it's in BLM, it's in whatever, where it says that you are inherently one, two, three. You know, you are inherently (laughs) racist. You are inherently misogynistic. That's a law that they have. But you bring that law under the law of God, and the law of God says that no, you are not inherently. You have a nature that is within you that is sin, but when you come to Christ, that nature is you're separated from yeah. that nature and you are made righteous. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you have this people, this people group that say, "No matter what you do, you are sin." Yeah. But then you come to to the ultimate law, and it says, "No, no, no. There is sin within you. You will be made clean." Yeah. So as a Christian coming into this space, it it becomes a very difficult to. To support the very good intention, yeah, but still be in opposition of the mainstream movements of hatred. Let's just call it what it is. It's hatred of 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 in this aspect. But any hatred. movement uh, sincerely that does not put um, Christ and His love at the center is it's demonic. It's demonic is demonic. It is demonic. I mean, the the most true. beneficial movements I've seen. Uh, for example the, uh, the labor movement by martin luther yes who was uh an activist but you understand he understood mm. the boundaries yeah yeah, he understood, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's not just we hate these people we don't need to yeah understand? and for example like and also nelson mandela mm. did a very good played a very good part. It's not just not just us versus the white people yeah all right we want mm. our rights mm. and their rights all yes. of them to be acknowledged. Yes, it's yes. not a selfish movement that I want to be acknowledged yeah. at, the I, I yeah, at the expense the of, of someone else. So you yeah. find if you if you're doing mm. a movement either either on economic rights, either mm. or, so you find that they either on racial lines. Yeah. For example, mm. um, I was in a hotel. Sadly, in Myonkant, and mm. I was, uh, and was and was getting r- racist treatment. Immigrant, mm. and you find that the problem with racism is that that person is denying my rights mm. to advantage the other person yeah, the other, so yeah, the other I, I might other end up party. and uh, hating white people for example yeah but yeah. white people are not the problem they need their rights as much as i as I need yeah. mine the, the, pro, yeah. the problem is that individual yeah who is misusing Who's or misunderstanding yeah that like your position and yeah your place yeah over someone else yeah but I, I had to speak up mm. you know mm. i had to speak up because it's an it's, uncor- it's yeah. there's something wrong about being treated unfairly. Mm. So there's also mm. another flip side of. You know, of this standing up and standing tall, yeah. where just Christians are just flat out timid. They don't yeah, talk about anything go, that go wrong. They don't. I love they, that. Yeah, they, they, they that. just they just stay there, watch everyone treat them, trample over them. You know, yeah. I, I think that's what the issue that people have with Christianity. Mm. They look at it as a movement of just you know quiet, of, of like, you know, very, timid very people. Peace. Yeah. it's like we're we're like a weakness. Yeah. 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 So you find that we have because you see mainly because okay, I don't know if I can, I'll, I'll share it here but mainly because of the doctrine we received especially from the western True. world yeah. because yeah, yeah, yeah. one of their goals um, I hate to say this here but one of their goals was to colonize mm. and to control Africans for yeah. that to happen they had to preach a doctrine that that, a makes, course, yeah. that makes them submissive Mm-hmm. so that makes us license fair on, on issues that are rising the surge yeah you just don't don't do anything look away mm-hmm. mean, just keep your head down so you find that is the nature that is the general feel of christians, of christians especially yeah. in this continent mm-hmm. and maybe even other parts of the world because yeah, that yeah, has yeah. been the gospel that has been received yeah and the persecution mm-hmm. that we are supposed to endure mm-hmm. is not social persecution it's persecution that is aligned to the gospel if I'm persecuted on the basis of preaching the gospel Mm. then that persecution I can endure but someone Mm. is not serving me a cup of tea because I'm black so that you understand, that it's even the, yeah. yeah, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary persecution I should not be during some mm-hmm. you know simple nonsense like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. the fact that and so, some of the persecution that you, I mean people are talking about is not only really persecution, you mm-hmm. I mean, people didn't like your page. And, you know, it's silly. It's, it's, it's silly, silly, silly to be honest. The yeah. persecution that the context of the writers of the Acts of the uh, Acts of the Apostles and the general New Testament are talking about is. Things like being thrown in jail, being yeah, you know, being those thrown are, in half, yeah, being yeah. like, like lions—those yeah. are, are true persecutions. <laughs> Some of these things that you know, someone said something about me is not truly. We're in the era of peace, if you ask me. Yes, uh, and it's a dangerous. It's space. a dangerous space because you yeah. just, but just sensitive for for no good reason. Yeah, And yeah. For me, it's, I totally don't agree with that laid-back, Christian mentality. We should be at the forefront mm-hmm. of advocating for change and fair treatment. Especially on the African continent. Because yeah. I mean we are there is any social injustice in this mm. world, it probably exists here. Yeah. I mean talk about economic rights, talk about racial lines. Mm. You know, you'd find that I mean it's it's you you you've lived in the UK. Mm. It it would shock you how already there you you're facing some, some level of you know discrimination. Yeah. And you'd come back here and it a face fellow the same Or or, or even more. It's worse because (laughs) if a fellow black person discriminates you Mm. to advantage Um, themselves. To advantage another individual. Yeah. So, yeah, if I... Your fellow African is discriminating you for the yeah. sake of a European. Yeah. And yeah. you had to have been in Europe and the Europeans are discriminating you against For being African. See and, and it's very interesting I'll say that because that it kind of segues us really well into the next part of this conversation mm-hmm. uh, which is twofold. Uh, before I get to the to the verse that we that, that I wanted to highlight, mm-hmm. you've said something very profound. It is not an issue. And and the thing is, when when you're subjected to a... A lower standard of law mm-hmm. the issue becomes very superficial yeah. so like racism it's very real yeah but it's superficial when it's compared to the law of christ yeah because it isn't a racism issue it's yeah. a heart issue yeah and that's what the law of christ that's what the the way of christ that's what the gospel is actually attacking yeah. because we have no hope of defeating racism but we have the yeah. of changing people's hearts. Yeah. And if we start from the inside coming out, like Christ said because like Jesus said it is isn't about what what goes out coming in, it's about what's inside coming out. Yeah, for sure. Concerning all matters. All matters yeah. mar- every matter is a matter of the heart. And that's where the law of Christ comes in. Like that's yes. that, like that's that's what makes the law of Christ supreme because it deals with the fundamental issue which is the heart of man. Yeah. And that's true Because um, you see You may be We may get lost Because I mean These issues Are without end Yeah true, true We may get lost In solving each one of them case, On a case by case issue mm-hmm. And And that's tiring And that's tiring To be honest I mean yeah. we have to Have a way in which We can solve them Conclusively And yeah. the only way to do that Is to apply A higher law that yeah. addresses Not just the The Sin In practice Mm. but the sin in nature. Amen to that. So Amen you find that, that yeah. um, racism is a sin in practice. in practice, but it's not a sin yeah. in nature. Yeah, it's not a sin in nature. Mm. So um, it's the same root that, excuse me, mm-hmm. it's the same root that breeds, I mean, um, sexual harassment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same root. So you find that the sin in nature mm. is morphing into different sins in practice. Yeah, yeah. So for us to actually, for this is advice for anyone who's doing advocacy, mm. for uh, this is the best way to, advo- to 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 do advocacy. You should advocate for the gospel. Yeah, Because yes. the gospel mm-hmm. is the only thing that solves racism, the only thing that solves economic rights. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing that solves sexual harassment and, yeah. and, and, gender, and gender and gender inequality. Yeah. It's the only thing that solves poverty. So mm. you find that this one message, it's a higher law that solves that lower law. For example, if you have an issue with flying, the law of aerodynamics, uh, solves the issue of gravity. Yeah. It solves the issue of drug. Mm. It solves the issue of friction. So all of those laws that keep you grounded mm. can be solved by one law. Yeah. Mm. So it's something that we can apply mm. to give us superior advantage. But it doesn't look like... You know, when you tell someone that it doesn't look like you're giving them an absolute solution. Yeah. Because yeah. one of the things at the end of every injustice is people. Mm. And if God can change people, then those things can change yeah so yeah. most of yeah. the times we want to change the things but want the people to remain the same so if the people remain the same they'll keep on doing the same things exactly so yeah. if you uh, how can uh, we have a let me use a, a, a word that uh, is used in those circles sustainable sustainability (laughs) Sustainability. yeah so how can you do this with sustainability whereas you don't have something that changes the people Mm. yeah yeah if uh, just to agree with one of those theories that say oh everybody just bad yeah i agree with them totally yeah so one of the things that we should deal with is why people are bad yeah people are bad because of sin Exactly. It isn't because you're born white. Isn't because you're a man. Right. It's because you're yeah. straight. It's because we have a sin nature. Yeah, we have a sin nature. The heart. Is the, the heart is deceitful. Problem. Above yeah. all things. Above all things. Yeah. So it means that the problem is uh, a software issue. Yeah. Doesn't matter which hardware you put it on. Doesn't matter if you put it Amen. on white yes. hardware Amen. or yes. black hardware, black American hardware. Mm. The issue is the same. Yeah. The in, the indwelling of sin is the same. So yeah. now, begs the question. That's why we are professing this is a message we are advocating because to be honest, I feel like it solves all matters because now yeah. it, uh, it deals with the you know the heart because yeah. Yeah. you can change the hearts of people, not by convincing messages, but actually change them mm. you know, make them have different desires, make them have different ones yeah. you know that could change their practice yeah. and that could really solve all. Yeah, yeah. and 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 you know, because I feel like maybe someone has been lost this entire time because they they might think that we're talking about the law that was written on stone tablets, but what we're actually mm-hmm. talking about is what Jesus said, where the law is written on our hearts. In fact, um, even but we get to this in another another maybe in another segment. Mm-hmm. Even in faith, mm-hmm. especially in Jesus, mm-hmm. there are two laws. Yeah. There's the law of spirit that gives life, all mm-hmm. right, And then there's the law of sin. Mm. So you find that the law on tablets empowers you to sin, yes, yeah. so that yeah. you can desire the savior. Mm. So you find that even in because it shows you what you cannot do exactly and that you have no hope, so exactly as well, exactly. Mm. So that law is in place to direct you. Yes. To a savior. Yeah. So uh, both laws are good. Just that uh, you can't live on the law that of insufficiency. Yeah. You yeah. see, the the law on tablets is is called the the, the law of the administration of death. Mm. That's what uh, Paul calls it in Second Corinthians. So you find that that law was instituted therefore for a given purpose. Yeah. But beyond that purpose, it would be absolute. You know. You know. Suicide in the country when he's at heart because mm. mm. you'll die I mean you't can't, you can't fulfill all those things mm. you can't attain that standard. you know. mm. you, need, you need a savior and, and and on the flip side you also cannot live on just the law that that Christ came to give us in our hearts because mm. you don't know what you're coming away from and I think that that becomes the issue because we, we now compromise and we fall mm. into this trap of God is love love is love because you don't know that this thing that you're doing is wrong, That God declared that it is wrong. Now you need to run away from it and run to Christ. But what what Christ does, um, He fulfills the law in us. Yes. So you find that He makes it easy for you to do the things that God needs you to do Mm. at a level that you know that is beyond. Because because if you you ask me, uh, kindness Mm. Mm -hmm. is not a law, Mm. right? That law is limited. That law is limited Mm -hmm. in practice. Because kindness is not a law. Yeah. Generosity is not a law. Mm. Uh, it's just that was just the foundation the fundamentals. Mm. Like it's it's like breathing. you do that. You just be at a, 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 a child's exactly. level. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. And mm. and now that brings us. And I know I've been saying this over and over again, but it brings us to to the to the to the conclusion of this conversation, which is why Christians refuse to step into. <laughs> true social justice like true i hate that word social justice but true justice and what it entails yeah and what happens like the reason why is because they're afraid of persecution like you find that you are i would much rather support you up to the point where i am comfortable yeah but if i have to go beyond that Mm -hmm. At the sake of or, or let me say, at the sake of, of the of the ultimate law, I would I would much rather not. Let yeah. me stick to let me stick to compromise. Yeah. Where uh, you know, so like for example, with all these movements that we've been talking about, it's very controversial for you to come and say, "But God gives better," because in these movements they just want results now, regardless of how we get it. So it becomes very problematic when you come in and say. Yeah, but the Bible says, you know, like, yes, women's rights are important, but the Bible says this is how we go across it. It becomes very dangerous because now you're throwing yourself into persecution. To be honest, one of the things I feel um, that hinders people to get into true um, advocacy or true biblical biblical Mm. advocacy Mm. is um, a lack of faith. Mm. Basically, they don't believe that Jesus is enough. Amen. Yeah. Amen that. So That's the thing. yeah. So you would rather give alternatives and sit in meetings and give all the alternatives but Jesus. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't. Alternatives believe that are, that that are, that, are more aligned in, in your head. Yeah. They make more sense. They make more sense yeah. than you know. And you see, in uh, I think it's First Corinthians chapter one or second, I can't remember which one, but it says, "It's the wisdom of God is foolishness to men."
1: Mm.
0: So most of the, these things are very. I don't. Know, I don't. understand controversial, but they're very elitist. No, no it's fine. Dude. So you are. You I mean, I'm elitist. in the right place. You're in the right place for this. So elitist. they're very elitist. Elitists, because yeah. you see the cream of the society, the people engage in such conversations. Uh-huh. And as a Christian, you don't feel like you have sufficient answers mm. for that context. Yeah. And you don't feel like the gospel in, the, in its in it its enough. answers yeah. is enough to answer certain questions that are, that arise mm. uh, in the social context. Yeah. So you find okay. that you want belong in that context Mm -hmm. but for you to belong to that context you must relinquish the message of christ Mm. to so that they can you can be accepted yeah yeah right so you find that you don't believe that this thing works the way it says it works don't believe it has the answers it says it has Mm. for example um one of the promises the gospel has is that good news to the poor Mm. right what do you think good news to the poor is see good news to the poor means Things are going to get better. So if I, that yeah. you don't feel believe the gospel addresses poverty issues, yeah. so when you go to a a, a a meeting that they are trying to eradicate poverty, one of the things you won't introduce into that meeting is the is gospel. The gospel yeah? because don't feel exactly. But and yet you know oh. that one of the fundamental problems with poverty is a mindset. Mm. So you you won't you will try and say let's bring things that they can like sell Let, uh, let's coaches, bring, uh, let's, let's bring word that they can plant mm. let's give them money that they can buy things with so you find yourself mm. addressing issues that are very secondary to the yeah. primary problem here oh, that there oh. is uh, a fundamental mindset mm. issue yeah. and the gospel has the capacity to renew people's minds yeah. and therefore transform their lives so you find when we are we are packaging the gospel even mm. for us who minister the gospel we package it as a a, as an antidote mm. to emotional needs, yeah. rather than real real problems, yeah. I would rather we take it as a bypass to, you know, people usually look at the gospel as a bypass to to process. Mm. You know, they just think that you know we just preach the gospel to oh, name it, what you know, just name it, claim it. Yeah, uh, you'll be okay. Stuff, God yeah. is good. Mm. So mm. we find it's a more sensational, more more you know, more feel good vibes, mm. more. And I use the word motivational mm-hmm. To make you be the best you And this is not what we here about We are yeah. here, here to demonstrate the true Wisdom and power of God yeah. that, That's what the gospel is about So mm-hmm. the packaging We have an issue with the packaging of the gospel mm-hmm. We have an issue with the faith in the gospel Yeah. Alright And we also have an issue with the perception of the gospel mm-hmm. The moment I mention Jesus to someone who is serious I, I I will cringe Or mm-hmm. they will cringe First of all, I start feeling intimidated because maybe if feel like that's not enough. That's not enough for them because one, they have money. So the thing they need is true change. Mm. So, 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 but unless they change, everything will remain the same. Even if they change the, you know, everyone to have equal rights based Mm. on their gender and they go change uh, the constitution of everyone in the world Mm. and then for them, for for LGBTQ to be accepted. If people don't change, then injustice will just come up in another way. Yeah, yeah. It, so, it just, it, it's yeah. packaged. So you just find that, uh, for example, if you have, um, for example, let's say we have everyone who's rich, mm. we'll have a greed problem. Yeah. We, if you yeah. put Every woman in a position of power, mm-hmm. then we'll have the women from our country not being well. So in fact, it's a it's an endless cycle. Yeah, right. Because you see, even in context where they have a hundred percent participation, there's still problems. Yeah, there's still issues. There's still issues. And it's always the same yeah. the same issues, just different. If it's men, if it's men having yeah, if it's men ha- in a company, mm. they're all men. You want to mean that the fact that they're men. There'll not be issues, mm. right? So you, you just have you will be in this perpetual cycle mm. of advocacy and not making any meaningful change. And it keeps us away from the true purpose of being created in God's image, is to preach the word. Because we're always doing everything else except yeah. To be honest, also Jesus. and beyond just preaching the word is to have dominion over the earth, mm. right? Mm. So the true identity of someone who knows God is not just a pastor, because I feel like every time you know God, people just want you to be a pastor. Yeah. Pray for the sick. <laughs> pray for what? You can be so a CEO. You, yeah, like like it's to have dominion in the area God gives you yeah. is to dominate the earth, mm. multiply and replenish. Amen. So this this person is not just you know uh, fit for you know. Uh, someone who's going through an emotional problem, and I don't have an issue if you're going through an emotional problem. But you, you understand the context in which I'm sharing this mm. is that this is the message of impact yeah. and the yeah. message of power. So it 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 has in itself the ability to catalyze mm. and to sustain change. Mm. And it has been proven before. We have seen movements that have been led. I mean, the Harriet turbans of this world that have led uh, whole countries mm. in in the conversation of slavery. Mm. So you, we we are not here, because we are preaching something that has not been proved, that mm-hmm. has worked. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in the if you, look, if you read history, you know, the Harry about the, you know, Martin Luther King Jr.'s, the Martin Luther, mm-hmm. you know, the one who had the, the OG, protestant, yeah, yeah, the OG, the one who had the protestant movements. Mm-hmm. So, ha, ha, had he not been for the gospel, some of these things would not be there. Yeah. If, yeah. if Martin Luther was not there, uh, language translations w- would be a thing of the past. Yeah. Yeah, so you find that we, the sufficiency of the message is the thing that is really in question. Yeah, that yeah, can we yeah. believe this thing and and trust that yeah. we will see uh, results in all the areas of social injustices because yeah. justice belongs to the supreme being. Mm. If anyone who wants to see justice in this world, the most is God. Yeah, God yeah. hates. Injustice. He hates it when when people take advantage of the poor. He hates it when people take advantage of women. He hates it when people take advantage uh, of the weak. Mm. He says he hates it when people take advantage of orphans. So you find that if there is one person who really wants justice to be administered, it's God. Yeah. But then, if there is one person who's alienated from the constitution of justice, it's God. Mm. When you are addressing issues of justice, we don't consult God. We don't, you know, we think that you know it's just the old one in the corner. Mm. So you find that by and large, it's just a movement that goes round and round. But in terms of impact, mm. real impact, we don't see results as much as we should. Yeah, yeah. We don't see results in the area of res- racism. I mean, it's the 21st century. Mm. We're still discussing racism to date. Mm. should be a thing of the past. Why? Because if unless God builds a house... Mm. the builders built in vain True. unless yeah. this thing yeah. has its roots in the gospel we will just be running around in circles mm. you know there is some of the meaningful lasting changes that we have seen in the world have mm. been pioneered at, with the gospel at the forefront yeah. Yeah. how God instituted change to happen is when even with the Israelites yeah. he put the presence of God first mm. to lead the way yeah. Then conquest and conquering follows. follows yeah. And unless we get back to that pattern, we have no, we have no. War. In any quest that we take on as human beings, yeah. What what ends up happening, like the Tower of Babel, we we all, we all end up confused, confused in our language. Yeah. So no one understands what the other person is saying. Mm. We can't seem to agree on anything. Mm. We're just here in confusion and you know, and and work that is half done and half baked. Amen. Amen. Amen to that. Wow, yep. that is that is amazing. Yeah, I have nothing to say to that. Um, as we as as we come to the end, I think as as you we were speaking, the the one question that I want to ask you is, um, as we finish on the issue of, um, and this is this is coming from a conversation I had with 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 uh, someone who who said um, that I was. Aggressive mm-hmm. and um, restless. What? And restless. You, yes. And well, mm, I, I want to know why? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give the context about it, but but, uh, but the question I have, because as I was praying about it, mm-hmm. they meant it as an insult or something to like deter me. But yeah. when I took it back to God, because it really hurt at first, it was very mm-hmm. very painful. Mm-hmm. But then I took it to God and. The only thing that God had to say to me was, What's wrong with that? Mm. And maybe you can, you can just finish us off on, on this whole idea of being aggressive as a Christian and being restless. Do you okay. think we're doing enough in our aggression and restlessness for the, for the gospel today? Far from it. But one of the things that we need to define mm. is the whole concept of being restful. Yes. All right? Mm. Mm. And, and being gentle. Yes. Jesus was the meekest person. He was the meanest person. Actually, meekest. What? what, what, what meekest, t- sorry. Yeah, yeah. meekest. Yeah. meekest yeah. Um, let's put it this way. Moses, mm-hmm. he wrote in the Bible, because mm-hmm. he's a person who wrote the first five books. Yeah. He, says, he said, Moses... Was the meekest person on the face of the earth, and he's it. Yeah. yeah. If you said today you're the you're the, you're the, you're the you know the most um, humble I'm, meek. Yeah. yeah I'm most, so humble. You're, you're The most humble person <laughs> in the world. People will say you're proud. Yeah. But you see, because he was agreeing mm. to what God was saying and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. God confirmed it by putting it in Scripture. Mm. So yeah. humility is a as a function of your submission mm. to God, mm. not as an outlook. And yeah. A demeanour. Yeah. Humility is not a demeanour, mm. and neither is and Jesus in his humility because Jesus is the most humble person yeah. who ever existed. Mm. He beat up people in the temple, and he was so humble. Yeah. So you find that humility is not being defeated. He, he was he was out here calling people a brood of vipers. Exactly. And he was he was progressing the kingdom in such a like if you just at the yeah. context. He looks like a madman. Yeah, he looked like an aggressive man. Aggressive man. Yeah, but to be honest... He was resting... He was resting in in God's word. Exactly. And he couldn't rest until that word was fulfilled. So he was aggressive and restless, but in the right context. Yeah. In God. Yeah. In God. And and I think... As long as you're in the boundary of God's will... Yes. And you're in the boundary of what God has told you to do... Mm. If God gives you them, you know, because sometimes some things cannot be handled with, uh, you know, with with just, you know, evil. Yeah, like sitting kumbaya, down, down, and down and singing songs. And songs yeah, I mean, if you want to change an injustice, you'll have, you'll have to, you know, demonstrate some force, man. Yeah. yeah but, but but force within the context. Within, within the boundaries. Within the yeah, biblical context. Because, yeah. I mean, he met people in the temple yeah. that were selling stuff. Mm you know and he was addressing an economic issue at mm. that point mm. and if you want if you really want to i can tell you for free mm. the hardest harshest people to deal with are traders mm. If you want to mess with someone's money you have to be ready <laughs> yeah. so i mean you're altering an economic system mm. that people have built around the church mm. and you want to do that with uh, with kumbaya uh, they'll run out of town. Yeah. That's what happened when Paul went to uh, it in Ephesus, mm. and uh, they, you know, he he finished all the idols that people used to make money with. Yeah. Hey, he was thrown out of the town. What do you mean? Mm. So there's some things that require us. What looks like to be bold. Yeah. All right, but there's some things that require us to demonstrate. It depends. So you can't be totally aggressive and just being mean. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> But when it comes to certain I, issues, yeah, when to certain issues. Yeah. for example, if you find a brother that has maybe you know uh, struggling with something, you have to be gentle for you to be effective. Mm. But when you find someone who's stealing, mm. I mean, you want you want just to sit there and say God bless you. You find someone mm. who is preaching a wrong doctrine. Yeah, those are yeah. things that require it's like you need to put your foot down. Yeah, and say, this this I, is objectively I, wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we find that uh, in, we have as Christians, we have to rise up. Mm. we have to make our voices heard we cannot let the the lie be louder than the truth yeah because Imagine the only that. the only advantage that the liar the liars have mm. is that they're loud mm. that's the only yeah. advantage they have. the loudest voice in the room yeah i mean if you i mean you know uh, if you have to shout for your point to be heard mm. if you have to gather 10,000 people to, for them to see the point mm. you know we've never seen the 10,000 Christians gather to, to disagree with something that the other side have said because mm. we don't need to defend the truth. Yeah, the just truth to say We it's just there. need to say it. Yeah. Once we say it, once one person says it, the other person would need 5,000 people to invalidate one person's opinion. Yeah. So yeah. That, that just goes to measure the strength of the truth, the loudness of the lie. Mm. Right. Because mm. you, you have to convince why if you, for example, I don't know why this keeps coming up, but for example, I mean, you know, um, in ac- actual countries that LGBTQ is legal, mm. they want to come out uh, against Christians for rejecting it. So yeah, you, you already you have you like yeah, it's yeah you, legal, you, so you, you already you have, have your way. Your way. Yeah. Why, why do you want us to agree with you? <laughs> and yet you have already agreed together. Yeah. You're already with a group that agrees with you, mm-hmm. and we don't agree with it. So why would we? Like why would you, why would you, you, would you protest yeah. that we're not agreeing with you? It means there's something. There's a problem. You're not confident in what you're believing in. Because mm, mm, <laughs> mm. if you're not confident in what you're believing in, you'd have just agreed and gone home. Yeah, yeah. So we don't. I. I. We don't have to be dramatic as they are. Mm. But we have to be present. We have. You don't be afraid. Mm. Someone mm-hmm. tells you, you know, I don't like. Just like I. I don't agree with. Yeah. you. and if they go into a tantrum that's okay mm. but that, that's not, you need to make your voice heard so that Amen. we don't just look here like we are the only people that are talking but mm. uh. we know that may, many agree with what you're saying yeah. yeah, wow thank you thank you so much for that um, we have come to the end of today's episode um, and that was a really good one Nelson thank you so much for coming thanks so much for being here and we you know just to, to, to conclude it is difficult to be a Christian, but it is also very easy. It is—it's the hardest thing to do because you give up a lot, quote unquote, a lot. But but the hard part about being a Christian mm-hmm. is is being exposed. Be, being ex- thats it. That's that's the, that's the only <laughs> hard part about this thing. You know, when you go to born again, it's, it's, you don't want your friends to find out. It's the, the, yeah. being in the light. It's difficult. It's difficult because because you're so used to the darkness, yeah. and you're, you're holding on to and things then, that you. And you then know, you have company. You have company. The I mean, in The darkness. In the light, sometimes you're Lord. Not alone. <laughs> it's just you and God, yeah. a God that you cannot see, but 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 He's still present. And it's yeah. like, oh, the darkness was so good because yeah. there was a whole group. You no know <laughs> one notices in the darkness. And now and you're then the light. you have company, so now you're yeah. the light. Everyone notices you. Everyone thinks that you're just being a snob. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and, and and the thing is, the closer you get, like the closer you get to God, the more the light intensifies, and it shows you things that you thought were good in you, yeah, that are actually bad, and you need to let go. Of. Yeah, You you are absolutely right. It's so exposed. It's, it's harder to be at the top. Like, for example, mm. if you look at the sun, whoever is closest to the sun it's conspicuous to the whole world. Mm. If you could see someone on the sun, mm. everyone would see it from, if you, could, you can see it from Kenya, you can see it from yeah. US, yeah. you can see it from, because you see, the higher you go, the more visible it becomes. So yeah. Yeah. it's hard to be, the person that has to, you know, bear the weight of accountability Amen. to everyone. Mm. It's easy. I mean, if, if we're just, both of us here, we're just common people, and that's what the holiness thing is about. Mm. Holiness is ab- about what you're saying today. Standing tall to stand out. Mm. Standing out is a problem. But then you can be you be, can you can, can stand be, tall. Yeah, you can, you can stand tall if you want. But you can be you can be the most sinless person, mm. but you're still unholy. Yeah, right. You just <laughs> normal. just common. Because the, the opposite of holy is being common. Mm. So mm. You just common. You've given up. You know this because I mean most of the Christians are unholy, not because they don't they sin. Mm. But because they're just common. Mm. There's nothing about them that's different. Yeah. They don't want to agree with this one, disagree with that one. Yeah. They just want to be accepted and politically correct. Yeah, so yeah, no salt, saltlessness. Yeah. Mm. You're just somewhere that they need to be trapped Just around. like everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Christian, but you know, don't judge my Christianity. Um, It's personal. Yeah, it's personal, <laughs> but it's damn right not private. Yeah. Who said it's private? So, <laughs> so, I, I yeah. hate that phrase. I to say, oh, it's a personal journey. It's a personal mm-hmm. journey. Yeah, it is, <laughs> but it's a public journey. Yeah. That's why you have to be a place in public where people can see. Yeah. Baptism yeah, you you have the word? To, uh, baptism by John used to happen in the river. Everyone was there. Yeah. You, you, had, you had people washing clothes. You yeah. had others washing their everyone tools. Everyone was there. It was a public gathering. Yeah. So, like, you're being, ba- you're being baptized. Yes, it's a personal decision, but it's for everyone to see yeah. that you have been set apart. Yeah. You yeah. have to be holy. Mm. You cannot... And you have to be pure because pure purity and holiness go hand in hand. Yeah. yeah. So, anything that is dirty... Mm. For example, dirty clothes. Mm. You all put them in the same pile. But if clothes were clean, mm. then, I mean... you. There's a separation that happens. Yeah, that's true. Once you introduce uh, purity. Mm, mm. If you purify yourself, if you walk in God's ways, something happens to you. Yeah. yeah. You just start becoming Mm. separate. If you you purify your thoughts, purify your thinking, Mm. if you set apart your thinking, set apart your behavior, you know, you start getting away from the ground. Yeah. You have to pay the price. Me, yeah. you, you have to. Yeah, you have to. Some yeah. have to. Some yeah, that, that's that bit. Instead yeah. yeah. so easy, you just confess. I mean, it's harder than getting, you know, a US visa, for example. Some... Oh yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Being a US citizen is probably harder than being a, a citizen of a heavenly. Over, of, of heaven of eternity. Yeah, being a UK citizen <laughs> the, the is probably, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The you have to jump. You can live in a country for ten years and, <laughs> and then not acknowledge <laughs> you you worked for them, paid taxes, whatever. <laughs> but yeah. like, no uh, no, go we, back know, we don't go know home. you. Yeah. <laughs> you can go back and apply to be a citizen. <laughs> so it's just so oh, ridiculous. Man. It's crazy, But, but right? in this kingdom, we just have to pray for you. You confess. You you accept adoption, and, and that's it. Yeah, and, and and the purity and holiness is not by our strength. It's yeah, by Christ who sure. it is sanctifying work that is within yeah. us. Yeah. Amen. Amen oh, to man. that. Wow! All right, I know we've gone over time, but I think that was so worth it. Uh, thank you so much, Nelson. I don't know how you're going to edit this thing though. <laughs> I need to end it now. I need to end it now because every time I say thank you, Nelson, something else comes up. Yeah. Thank you, guys, for tuning. in Just stay away from the mic. I'm staying away from <laughs> the mic. <laughs> thank you, guys, for tuning in this week. I look forward to seeing you all. No, I'm not seeing you, but like speaking, like s- speaking to you, connecting with you. Co- ah, connecting with you. I look forward to connecting with you next week as we get into. A very, very interesting three-part conversation on sin. Be blessed. Love you all.